Week nine of the NFL season kicks off tonight, so it's time to make our picks today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are locked on NFL scouting with the Draft Dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Joe, just wondering if there are any other players on the Bills injury report that just got there and will not be participating mm. in practice yeah. today, like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, maybe Linval Joseph. He just signed this morning, so they'll put just him on the injury. Just, just got there. Can't, just got can't here. Just got here. <laughs> don't, even, don't even have a pair of, pair of uh, shoulder pads for him. You, you, know think, I mean? uh, you think Adam Schefter's ever seen that before? Or is that you know, like more on whoever, the charter? No, no joke. Whoever responded on Twitter and like tagged you and Adam Schefter to kind of like lean into the bit, I respect it. I respect yep. that a lot. Yep. Never, never seen or before, despite it being on. Every college depth chart and half of NFL depth charts throughout the entirety of the preseason, but I have never seen just got here on an injury yeah. report. Yeah, that was that was unique. Uh, Kyle, I'm going to remember today. Takes on takes is tomorrow. Oh, nice job, Joe. Because I Do, I was totally out to, to lunch here. I, right, and not with takes on takes. I, mean, I, I was not here. Takes on takes is tomorrow. So on this video on YouTube, leave us your takes that we can have some fun on tomorrow's podcast. Again, leave a comment on today's YouTube video with your takes for consideration for tomorrow's takes on takes. But today is all about week nine of the 2023 NFL season, which starts tonight with Will Levis facing the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday Night Football. Mm. It's a good day for the brand on Sunday when Will Levis comes out and throws bombs down the field and yeah. a couple haymakers and... He'll get a different yeah. test against Pittsburgh this week on the road, prime time. We'll tape on him now. Kyle, the NFL world cannot handle Bryce Young being a bust and Will Levis being a hit because we are going to spike a lot of footballs here on this podcast. Yeah, well, we'll see. There's we'll lots see. of time. There's lots of time. Right. right. You know, Bryce Young just won a football game on Sunday. He sure did. Sure did. Looked good. Played well. Here's his flowers. We talked about that on Monday. We didn't, we're not ignoring it. Right. But uh, yeah, a big fan of Will Levis throughout the pre-draft process. Obviously, the that 2022 college season didn't go the way anybody wanted it to. But uh, it certainly seems like uh, who was the the OC that came in? Was it Cohen or oh, was Cohen the good one? I always forget. Cohen left. Somebody else came in. And right. And it was a disaster class. Yeah. And then Cohen yeah. came back to Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's some context there that, that maybe is helpful, but we'll see what he looks like against Pittsburgh. We're going to preview that. Joe, just quick administrative note. Last week, hmm. uh, the bad beat with the Cardinals backdoor cover hurt the show against the spread. 
Yeah. We went seven and nine last week, but we are still 52% for the season against the spread using our roster rankings uh, in straight up pick them that you and I do. You are at 58 and a half percent. I'm at 61%. We were different on three games last week. I got two. You got one. So, yeah, about those giants. I haven't forgotten about them. Yeah, they're on the S list now, right? Yeah, that's the one that hurt me. So you got the Saints over the Colts, and you got the Jets over the Giants. That were that was the two that you got, and you got and, the Cowboys over the Rams. Man, you got to feel like you should not have you should not have picked the Rams in that game. Well, yes, of course. But once again, Dallas comes out and defensive touchdown. They get yeah. on top of you early. They just smoke you. If, they, if they're up multiple scores in the first 15 minutes, look out because their defense is going to score, their special teams are probably going to score, and they're going to they're gonna get after you. Yeah, but, Reigns, uh, of course. And then Stafford came out of that game hurt with a throwing hand injury too. So that that's big bummer, and that's something we will be mindful of with their game against the Packers, which is in the 1 o'clock slate that we'll talk about after we talk about we got a Germany game, we got a Thursday night game. We're going to start with that. Pittsburgh minus two and a half on FanDuel as of this morning. Uh, the show, Joe, we updated the roster power rankings going into week nine as the start of the third quarter of the season. Uh, actually has Tennessee favored in this game by a half a point. So we are taking Tennessee to cover plus two and a half on the show. But mm. what for who actually wins the game without the methodology of, of the roster rankings. This is a really hard game to predict, right? I mean, the quarter, rookie quarterback, second start. Yeah, that's not great. Pittsburgh's got injuries on defense. Pittsburgh has not been a consistent football team. Their offense is boring. The Titans always kind of have some level of a floor that you can kind of believe in, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to lean into the whole short week, pick the home team. Okay, but I I don't know, man. This is going to be a weird one. Well, I have bad news for you because I'm picking the Titans. All right. Um, I I certainly think Tennessee got aided last week against Atlanta with how heavy they. I mean, it, it was almost fifty percent play action rate against Atlanta, and they get up over the top of you because Atlanta was fully committed to stopping the run. They saw what the offense looked like with Malik Willis what it looked like this year with Ryan Tannehill said, okay, we're going to stuff the box and you're going to be really one dimensional and you don't trust your quarterbacks. Well, they came out with Will Levis and said, one thing we do trust him to do is drop some howitzers down the field. Mm-hmm. And he did. Now, if Mika Fitzpatrick was okay, I'd pick Pittsburgh to win the game. But Minka went down with a non-contact, I believe it was a hamstring injury last week. Mm-hmm. So that really hurts my confidence in Pittsburgh manufacturing enough game-changing plays. Look at Kyle, the stink of Fitzpatrick. Look at you talking about him as a difference maker in, in the result a of a football player. game. Of course we did. Uh, all right, let's 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 get weird, man. All right, go uh, go Steelers go. What is that what they say? Here we go. Is that our thing? Here we go. All right, yeah. my Steelers tonight. Uh, and then on Sunday, early kick, yeah. yeah. Frankfurt, Germany, casually, the 6-2 and two Kansas City Chiefs, hosting with air quotes the six and two Miami Dolphins mm, man um big game yeah you know where I'm going with this as soon as I found out that the Dolphins flew in to Germany on Monday night and the Chiefs are flying today to uh, Germany. they I think I believe they're practicing today at home and then leaving after practice and then, tra- and then traveling you know I've seen this movie before Kyle I really have I think the Dolphins did a very smart thing 
I think they're a team that is playing better football than the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think the Miami Dolphins go into Germany and win a football game. Not mentally prepared for it. FanDuel has a spread at one and a half, which is interesting because it opened at two and a half. Mm -hmm. Sounds like the Dolphins may get Tron Armstead back. He's practiced the last two days. I don't know that they'll get Robert Hunt back, but I believe that I believe they'll get Connor Williams back and they may get Tron Armstead back to help the offensive line. And they have not ran the ball well the last two weeks in large part because they don't have the athleticism up front that they ideally would to be able to do cutoff blocks on the second level. So you take that. And then you look at Nick Bolton is on IR with a wrist injury. He's going to miss two months. Joe Willie Gabe also may not play in this game. He didn't practice yesterday. And I've heard two people from the KC market that don't have a lot of confidence that he will play the game. So you take that. If the Dolphins get Xavier Howard back with Jalen Ramsey back to address the math of covering the Chiefs wide receivers, I am also going to pick the Dolphins to win the game. How many touchdowns for Tyreek? Uh, you mean October AFC Offensive Player of the Month, Tyreek? I mean, Tyreek Hill, yeah, yeah. When's the last time a Miami Dolphins player won AFC Offensive Player of the Month? I don't know. It was Tua last month. But oh. the last time before that, it was about, <laughs> What kind of question was that? It was about 30 years. Oh, so that's okay. what the Dolphins went like 30 years without AFC Offensive Player of the Month, and then they, then they had Tua and Tyreek win it back-to-back. This is his first game against Kansas City, right, since yes. he's yeah, – uh, yeah. 300 yards receiving for Tyree? Yeah, just, no, I don't know about that. Just I run that they, play. We just just let them run it's, straight. They can do some really nice stuff. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The back end. Doesn't they, matter. They, got, they got some good pieces. Doesn't matter. Um, Nobody can turn and run with them. FanDuel oh. against the spread, minus one and a half for Kansas City. Our show rankings have Kansas City in a neutral site game, minus a half a point. So the show is taking Miami to cover wow. uh, plus one and a half. Fins up, right? Fins up across the board here on Locked On NFL Scouting. God, that game's going to be played on Sunday morning, and maybe you're going to be watching Chiefs and Dolphins. Maybe you're going to want to get some food. But you woke woke up a little bit late, you know what I mean? And you didn't have time to get anything prepared because the kickoff's at 9 o'clock? Don't worry about it. Go to DoorDash. DoorDash is something I'm obsessed with. I mean, the convenience is simply unmatched. If you don't know how DoorDash works, you go on this app, and you can order food. You can order groceries. They'll bring you stuff from the convenience store. I know Kyle likes to order the C4s and get them dropped off at the front door. I might door. get them right now. From me, I've, right? I, yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen this. I like to get food from my favorite local restaurants. I've been on a smoke pit uh, kick right now. They got sausage. They've got these wings that I love smoked. And uh, we get them dropped off all the time and groceries as well. They'll pick out groceries for you just like you got them off the shelf for yourself. So stop worrying about what's for dinner. Stop worrying about what you're going to snack on. Stop worrying about when you're going to find time to go to the grocery store and just download the DoorDash app and let them handle that for you. Got a deal here. Get 50% off up to a $10 value. When you spend $15 or more on your first order, when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. Again, don't forget to use code LOCK23 for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more, subject to change, terms apply. Our next game on the schedule, as we have listed out, is Minnesota and Atlanta with two teams debuting new quarterbacks. Garen Hall versus Taylor Heineke. They're going to be a barn burner, isn't it? Listen, if Minnesota can withstand the losses of Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins and then just rip out a win here, 
That'd be pretty doggone impressive. I'm taking the Falcons to win the game at home. Right. At home. <laughs> Heineke is not like a like a just rando quarterback that's being inserted. Like there's a, probably a case to be made that he's a better player than Desmond Ritter. He will not give that job back. And then he can buy his purple and yellow Nike. What is a pair of Jordans every time? His Air Force ones. What's the deal? Whatever. If Taylor whatever. Heineke. Taylor Heineke starts and wins a game. He buys a pair of shoes uh, of the team that he the beats. Team that he beat. Yeah. That's a that's a uh, that's a heck of a transit uh, a tradition, man. I love it. Uh, our show rankings, updated show rankings, has Atlanta minus five and a half. The actual FanDuel spread right now is Atlanta minus four and a half. So we are taking Atlanta to cover minus four and a half as well. Big turnovers are going to be big. Can, can Minnesota get through that game without with a rookie quarterback not turning the ball over? I'm, I don't have confidence that that'll happen. Right. Next game, New Orleans hosting the Chicago Bears. Uh, New Orleans on FanDuel favored by eight and a half points. Our show rankings have New Orleans favored by a touchdown. So the show is taking Chicago to cover Ooh. plus eight and a half. I don't like a whole lot of what's going on with the Bears, man. What the running back coach got in some trouble this week for behavior issues? I mean, like it just doesn't feel like this is a good operation. And no. I don't know. I doubted the Saints last week, and that cost the, me. The, the The Saints are also going to be the team that you're going to believe in this right, week, right? Right. Probably I, bite you in the rear end on that. So one. you're welcome, Chicago. But I don't know, man. I just the defensively, I feel like they can present enough challenges for Chicago. I think their offense has certainly proven themselves. They're at home. I, the Saints, in a, I mean, it's it's a money line bet. Give me the Saints. Right. I think the Saints will win the game. As far as the, the, the spread on the show, I'm glad that we have a methodology to choose it because I would not have a lot of conviction either way if we were trying to apply intellect yeah. Yeah. to calculate against the spread. Now we have the Rams, potentially without Matthew Stafford, going against the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are favored by three at home. Uh, the show rankings have the Packers favored by three. So we are taking Green Bay to cover it all. I mean, if Stafford doesn't play, give me the Packers. Because it's Brett Rippon would, would be the starting quarterback in that case. Right. But like, can I, can I do the thing here where if Stafford plays, give me the Rams. If he doesn't give me the Packers, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. No, it, it, it does not sound promising for him to play, but I'm going to be in the same boat that you are. I'm operating in the assumption that he does not play. Well, then I'm going with green Bay. Right. And then if we get to Sunday morning and they do the inactives and Stafford's playing, then it will be well-documented that we're flipping the, the pick back to the LA Rams. Dig it. Um, Packers too, just did... How many times are we going to see a player leave and go on and thrive defensively before we ask some hard questions about like Jerron Reed's a good example, right? And now you have Rasul Douglas who's leaving and is probably going to do really well in Buffalo. Uh, they're banged up on the back end in general defensively. So the, you're concerned about their ability to cover these wide receivers, but Brett Rippon might be what the doctor ordered because the running game for LA, it's like Daryl Henderson right now is the yeah. guy in his second stint with the team. So I uh, think there's, there's enough questions about the Rams right now, but it's not like the Packers are coming out of this scot-free and you feel really good about it because they, they've really struggled and, and their record yeah. indicates that. Yeah. New England at home 
hosting the Washington Commanders. FanDuel has the line at minus three and a half for New England. Uh, our show rankings have New England, min- New England minus seven. So we're taking the Patriots to cover minus three and a half. And I would not be surprised if this is a double digit victory for the Pats. Yeah, I'm a, kind of expecting a Pats win, but like you could convince me that Sam Howell is able to like put a bunch of points on the board and the Patriots can't hang with him. And you could be just as likely to convince me that the Patriots scheme up a really good rush plan for Sam Howell and they make life right. miserable for him and he makes bad decisions. In That's the probably more likely. I'm and it's picking turn the, the Patriots over. at home, but like, I mean, the commanders, the commanders are a team that I don't think much of, but they certainly have their scrappy moments. Patriots at home though. For all of the concerns about new England and their lack of dynamic ability offensively, what does Washington have going to? I don't know what you're talking about with this lack of dynamic Patriots offense. 29, Kyle. 29. I understand that. They unfortunately lost Kendrick Bourne, torn ACL yes. last week. Right, That's right. a big killer for them. They're, they're going to need uh, their latest wide receiver investment in the second round to step up and start playing on game day. Tomorrow, Douglas might be the best one of Pop, those. Pop Douglas is their best wide receiver because he's got an extra gear. And they know it, too. Yep. Yeah. Patriots. Patriots. Show's taking the Patriots as well. Uh, Seattle. Man, what an in- This is the one o'clock game, right? Yep. yep the yep. one o'clock game. Seattle at Baltimore. Seattle's coming all the way across the country. Yep. Um, Baltimore obviously is one of those teams tied at top the AFC conference at six and two. Seattle at five and two is in first place in the a- NFC West. Vandal uh, has the line at five and a half. Our show rankings have Baltimore minus four and a half. So we're taking Seattle to cover the FanDuel five and a half. But who wins the game? I think Baltimore. I think. Right. What's the what's the pathway for Seattle when you project their offense against this Mike McDonald blitz heavy aggressive defense? And Seattle's working with a couple of guys who aren't ideal starters on their offensive line. Right. I, I think for Seattle, I mean, Geno Smith's going to have to be very consistent using his weapons. They're going to have to run the football. But I, I kind of worry about their defense going up against Baltimore. I mean, their pass defense has not been good this year. And Baltimore's certainly been opportunistic throwing the football and, you know, probably deserved a better fate with some of their drops issues. And then there's Lamar Jackson, who is obviously um, a different type of cat. Debut for Leonard Williams. Yeah. Draymond Jones, Leonard Williams in the middle of that Seattle. But I don't I don't know how much that helps them because they're they're without their best edge rusher in Inchet and Wosu. Yep. Who suffered an injury. So now it's like Mafe, Daryl Taylor, those guys are gonna have to step up in his absence. And I don't think this is the week it's going to happen. I'm picking Baltimore to win the game. Going Baltimore. Especially West Coast team traveling, playing 1 o'clock on the East Coast, too. That's that's a tough, yeah. tough yeah. draw. Uh, we have Tampa at Houston. Houston is favored on FanDuel by three points. Our show rankings have Houston favored by one and a half, so we are taking Tampa to cover plus three. The coin toss game for me. No clue. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't have a whole lot of clues here. 
but I'll lean in. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick Tampa. I think Tampa has a couple of advantages here. They're um, extra rest, right? They they played on Thursday, right. the previous week. Texans are coming off of a loss, looked a little bit Lethargic. clunky coming. Yeah, coming out of their bye week. Uh, just didn't have Young a whole team. lot going. Yeah, and I think, I think Tampa can play the run, kind of force them into being – one dimensional. They got physical corners. Antoine Winfield. They're they're taking away the football at a high clip this year. I, I think I think Tampa is a is a more veteran team with a good defensive philosophy and in a lot of talent on the defensive side of the football. I, I think they can win this one. Plus, they'll get Vita Bea back. I think they can make Houston more one dimensional. I'm going Tampa. When Houston kind of trying to get healthy, but have some juggling parts as far as what that offensive line started the year as what it is now. Against this front, that's not a ideal scenario either. So I'm going to lean into the inexperience of Houston versus Tampa is a little bit more mature football team, getting Vita Vea back, having extra rest. Uh, I'm with you. I'm taking Tampa, which leaves us our last 1 o'clock game, Arizona visiting the Cleveland Browns, which yeah, I don't think it the, really matters. The Browns against Clayton, too. Browns against Clayton, too. Uh, FanDuel has the spread at Cleveland minus seven and a half. Our show rankings have it much higher than that. We're taking the Browns to cover. So there you All go. right. Well, maybe you're intrigued by a lot of these games that we're talking about, and you want to get in on some of the action that you can with the daily fantasy sports. You got to check out prize picks. Prize picks is the funnest, most exciting, easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. The format is awesome. It's just you versus the numbers. It's not you against thousands of other players, including pros and including sharks. It's just you versus numbers. Here's what you do. You select two or more players. You pick more or less on their projected stats, and you place your entry. That's it. It does not take long. Picks can be made in under a minute, and when you win, the withdrawals are super, super quick. I've really been enjoying prize picks going with the over-unders. I've been been winning a lot hitting the over on Dalton Kincaid's receiving uh, numbers, and he's going up against the Bengals this week who have given up the most fantasy points per game to tight ends, and so that's one that I'm rolling with. I'll uh, see what else I can find to make an entry, but you should check it out. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, Joseph. Now, we have four teams on a bye this week. Denver Broncos, Jacksonville Jaguars, San Francisco 49ers, and the Detroit Lions, which means we have one, two, three, three games in the four o'clock slate. I'll save my complaints because there's an actual good game that's in that slate. Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football. But we'll save the good four o'clock game for last, which means we now have to talk about somehow the Carolina Panthers are hosting a home game against the Indianapolis Colts, and they are kicking off four o'clock. And, and the NFL says, Kyle, you're welcome. You know, you complained about some of this not happening. Okay. How about the Houston Texans who are playing in the central uh, time zone kickoff at four o'clock? I, I don't, I don't. How about the Green Bay Packers who are in the at least it happened. At least it happened. Here's the, here's what's hard about Colts Panthers, right? Sometimes you, you see these teams, they kind of get up for like revenge games, right? Frank Reich, kind of a raw deal there yep. with uh, leave, leaving the Colts. Um, yep. And so like, I definitely can buy into that. Panthers are at home. I'm not sure that's a big home field advantage, but they're at home. Now, the Colts, what's fascinating here is they can run the football, they can score, right? That's the things that we know about the Colts. Their defense is obviously vulnerable. Can they take advantage of Carolina 
I'm not sure. I, I I wonder if the Colts can score. And again, they're the only team in the league this year that scored at least 20 more 20 points in every game. If they can put enough pressure on Carolina to match them, can they get the win? I think that's kind of my thought process here. I, I'll, I'm going to go Colts. I'm going Colts on the road to win this game. I thought I was going to come in hot and say Colts were going to win. So we're both in line, in lockstep. Uh, there, I, I I do just think Indianapolis is going to have the ability to pound the rock and pound the Panthers up front. Which Houston couldn't do last week, by the way. Sure. Panthers shot, so that's going to be that's an interesting layer to this whole thing. I think it's a totally different element with a running game, though. With, with Zach, I, and I know Devin Singletary's a tough guy to tackle, and I oh. know... Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. What are we doing here? <laughs> and, and I Those know Damian, Damian Paris is a really physical player, but Moss and Jonathan Taylor, I think, is a totally different right. stratosphere of being able to pound the rock. And I think the offensive line is too. So I'll take the Colts. Uh, the show has Colts minus five. Uh, the actual fan duel spread is Colts minus two and a half. So we are taking the Colts to cover minus two and a half. In the what do we do with this game game of the week, the Giants <laughs> are visiting the Las Vegas Raiders, who are favored at home by a point and a half on the heels of firing their general manager and their head coach. Listen, the, you, sometimes you get that one game bump when you fire your coach, right? Yes. And I, I get the impression that maybe not a lot of those players love Josh McDaniels. You know what I mean? Ooh. I know for a fact at least one player was not a fan. All right. I, I can tell you that with certainty. Now, here's the deal, though. Like the Giants. Like Wink Martindale versus Aiden O'Connell, like can we strip it down to that? Yeah, I kind of want to. I, I guess Daniel Jones is going to play. I, does Las Vegas have the juice on defense to like take advantage of the issues that the Giants are having on offense? Uh, I got, I got two words for you, Max Crosby. Well, that's their guy versus Evan Neal. That's a problem. I <laughs> yeah. uh, man. Give me, give me the Giants. Give me the Giants. I'm going to buy into the Raiders bump. All right. Give me the Raiders on the one game bump. I think they got better skill players. Um, I do agree with you looking at the optics of Wink Martindale versus Aiden O'Connell uh, and a first time play caller. That's not great. I think the Giants, I think you could boil it down and say, guys, they're going to be really aggressive with us. We're going to have to take some shots downfield to Devontae Adams and lay some balls out there, and he's going to have to make some plays for us. I think he can. I think they're going to play a lot of zero. They're going to man them up. Man, we right now we are different on friggin' Giants, Raiders, and Titans, Steelers. Yep. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna die on some hills this week and and make All this right. thing interesting, I'm gonna die on hills where I say, well, what were you gonna do? Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna throw caution to the wind uh, with, with the logic games. This is one of those weird games where Max Crosby versus Evan Neal, Devontae Adams. You know Antonio Pierce, they're going to come out and they're they're probably going to throw the ball to him 20 times, right? Is a pissed-off superstar wide receiver. They're going to say, okay, here you go. Here's three games worth of targets at once. Go win some shots down the field. They're going to blitz the heck out of our young quarterback. And the Giants uh, are without Leonard Williams. They trade him away. So all of that for me, He's I add all that up. Sean Robinson and Dexter Lawrence up there now. Raiders at home, one game. Interim head coach bump. I think it's real. Give me the Raiders. Uh, the show has the Giants minus three and a half on the road versus uh, the FanDuel spread is Raiders minus one and a half. So we were taking the Giants to cover plus one and a half on FanDuel. 
Cowboys Eagles, Joe, four o'clock. This is the game in this time slot. We've got a game in every time slot. This is a big time football game. I mean, it, it is, but I feel like the Eagles are playing pretty good football lately and, and Dallas has had its moments, but like all the concerns that I have with Dallas are still very much there and going into Philly. That's tough, man. I don't, I don't know, man. I think Philly wins this game. I think Philly wins this game as well. Um, I think they're really p- playing well up front on both sides of the ball. You add in Kevin Byard with some familiarity with the concepts of the Sean Desai defense. And if Dallas is going to get it done, they're going to have to have big time. Their turnovers, they're going to have to have strip sacks and interceptions. Because you know what the, the situation is with the Cowboys on the second level of that defense right now? With Leighton Van Esch on IR. Right, right. right so if Philly can fit you up up front and run the ball, that's a bad mix. So uh, Dallas is going to have to have probably three turnovers, I think, to win the game. Like plus three? You think they got to be in yeah, turnovers? Yeah, I think they got to be plus three in turnovers to win the game. Eagles at home. So I'm taking the Eagles at home as well. Uh, Eagles are minus three. Uh, we have this closer to a touchdown. So we are taking the Eagles to cover minus three. We are now on to Sunday Night Football, where, Joe, this is the game in this time slot. It's the only well, game in this time there's slot. There's only the only game. But it's a big-time game because the Bills are facing the Bengals. The Bengals are thinking they're back, like John Wick. The Bills open the showcase. They they feel like they, they pulled in a lot of reinforcements this week, didn't they? So far, yeah. Leonard Fournette, Linval Joseph, and Rasul Douglas. Maybe more to come. So far, huh? So far. So far. Stay tuned. Like Papa John would say, stay tuned. (laughs) Hey, you know the Bengals are, uh, they have four wins all against the NFC West? Yes, I saw that. They're they're the NFC West champions. They tweeted out the, uh, (laughs) all of the results and said, what happened? Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. Props to Cincinnati for sweeping the West. Um, Can need some conference wins, though. Get both teams need conference wins. They both just, have just three conference start. losses. Yeah. It'd be a good start. Win. So uh, Cincinnati is favored at home by a point and a half on FanDuel. I could tell you, Joe, our roster rankings have Buffalo favored by a point and a half. Wow. So we're taking the Bills to cover wow. on the show. You know, the Bills have been uh, favored 27 games in a row till this one. Really? Yeah. How yeah. do they handle that? Slap in the face? I. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I'm picking the Bengals in this game. I think they're a team that is playing better. They're at home. Um, I, I buy into um, Joe Burrow finding himself. I think all the metrics would tell you that. I mean, very different player over this three-game win streak than he was early on. Um, yeah, and I, I, I don't know what to expect from the Bills on a weekly basis, particularly on the defensive side of the football. You know, Josh Allen can go out there and just embrace a shootout and out-duel Joe Burrow. I think that's going to be where the Bills have a chance. And, I mean, certainly you feel like the Bills should uh, be up for this game based on how things ended last year with a 27-10 yeah. to 10 home playoff loss. I'm not sure it's going to matter. I, I don't think I've ever seen a team, since the Bills became a good team, which I, I is 2020, I've never seen a team come out there and say, you know, we don't think much of you at all. We're going right at you. We're taking the ball. We're going right at your star cornerback. And we don't think you can deal with us. And the bills didn't have any counter punch for it. So uh, I feel very much like the bills need to prove to me that they can handle Cincy before I f- start picking them to beat them. So I think the Bengals win at home. 
I would be picking the Bills if it was in Orchard Park. Because I think you can apply a lot of the human element to the game and the way the playoff game ended last year. But Cincinnati having the counter of that, of this being a primetime game in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. um, kind of negates that that element of the game a little bit. Uh, but uh, I agree. I think the Bengals are, are getting hot. Uh, I would not want them on my schedule. I'm glad they're not on Miami's schedule. Um, We'll see One of the Buffalo. perks of winning the division, you, you, right? You, you get the Jaguars the and the Bengals instead of the yeah. Titans and the, I guess, Ravens, right? Uh, correct. Yeah, that's but that's in Baltimore week seventeen, so that's not yeah. a great draw either. Hey, you know the Bills are one and three away from home this year. One and three, they beat the really? uh, Commanders. Yeah, they lost to the Jets, Patriots, and Jaguars, and and beat the Commanders. So, see if they can change their road. I wonder woes. if Home Bills has any content on that as far as contextualizing you, that kind of. You never know. You never know. Uh, our Monday night game, the Chargers visiting New York to play the Jets. Uh, Chargers are favored on FanDuel by three and a half points. I can tell you the show rankings have the Chargers favored by two points. So we are taking the Jets to cover plus three and a half with the show rankings. But I will be picking the Chargers to win the football game. The the latest top-tier quarterback to go up against the Jets, right? We know that Robert made them all was- look Made them all look bad. Keeping the receipts, man. Keeping the receipts. Um, the Chargers should win this game, right? But like, why, why? Why am I going to keep out in the Jets? You know what I mean? Like, they're four and three. They can play defense as long as they don't the screw it up on the offense. Have always had issues with right, but like their offense. I mean, the Jets' offensive line is down like three start, four starters. Who's left? It's like Tomlinson and Becton. Yeah. I don't know, man. I hate this game so much. I think it being at night helps. The Chargers coming east? Yeah. I'm reluctantly picking the Chargers, but I if we come back here on Monday and say, you know what, we're idiots, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think this defense can can win the game for the Jets. This is a very winnable game for them. Yeah. But I think you look at the, the talent, the full – available talent to play in the game and, and I'll take the team with the better quarterback. And we keep saying this about the Chargers or what what is their friggin' record? Uh two it they're what they're two and four. Right. Like every single week. Oh, the more talented team. You know what I mean? Like well that's that's always been the thing, right? But I mean even in our most updated rankings, we have them as the 15th ranked team in the NFL. They're three and four, excuse me. So they're three and four. So they're floating around five hundred. We forgot the win against the Bears last week. You know, on Sunday like night that football, what a Seattle Arizona game. You just forget about it, right? Right. So we'll we'll see, but we're picking the the Chargers, and the show is picking the Jets to cover minus three and a half. So that is going to do it for us on this episode of Locked On Phil Scotty. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make it a great rest of your day. Enjoy Thursday night football tonight. We are out of here.